It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy asking a very important question. What does your neighborhood smell like? If you could describe where you live with a scent or a fragrance, what would it be and why? You can text in to 985-985. Danae, you're just making a puzzled, pondered face. Yeah, I don't think that I've, like, noticed my neighborhood really smelling like anything other than, like, in the spring when it smells like lilacs. Oh, okay. Like, that would probably be, like, the most that I can, I can think of. I can't think of what Scenic Acres smells like. I would think Scenic Acres, Danae, smells like Werther's Original and <laughs> and, um, and Scotch peppermints in a jar yeah, because, yeah. as we know, a point. it's a bit of an older community yeah. in, in, in some of the, some of the neighborhoods. People. Yeah, there's there's a fair amount of uh, older people that live there. So yeah, that's a good call. Let's say Scotch mints all <laughs> all through the air. It's funny that you went with lilacs because that's I, I wouldn't even have thought about that because I think about the smell of Cranston in the spring and all it is is dog crap. Oh, and that's yeah. because everybody has it just sitting there in their backyard just waiting <laughs> for the for the spring thaw so that you can actually get to it and clean it up. Right? Well, have they cleaned it up since then? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. we got to dive into this uh, this Calgary made TikTok. I've got a mysterious funk and stench going on in Southeast Calgary, which fuzzy. Cranston is a part of Southeast yeah. Calgary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's dive into this uh, to this nasal dilemma for this couple. There is something going on in Southeast Calgary where I live, and it is a atrocious, unexplainable smell. The entire community is in uproar about it, but nobody knows what it is. Let's go on the front porch. It's so hard to describe. It's like burnt ramen noodles. <laughs> It smells like someone put a bunch of corpses on top of tires and lit them on fire. It does have kind of a mass grave smell. Really strange. I'll keep you updated. Okay, so the oh, uh, no. the, the question is out there. Uh, very, very uh, uh -huh. descriptive. Yes, In I, I want to know how this couple knows what a, what a mass grave smells like. Have fun with that. I do not want to know how they know what, what all these things <laughs> sound like. That's a whole other Netflix documentary special. <laughs> now, Fuzzy, as the resident of Southeast Calgary, yeah. um, do you have any any clues for this couple <laughs> who are looking for what smells like uh, corpses on a tire fire? Well, I'm going to go on and limb and say that these people have just recently moved into the Southeast Calgary. And if I had to guess, I'm going to say possibly in a neighborhood called New Brighton. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where they live, but if you live in New Brighton, then you need to realize that you are literally dump adjacent. Right. There is the dump there. There's literally the dump right across the street in, in, in Shepherd, And, oh, it's been 30 degrees plus. <laughs> hey, right. Oh, yeah. So that's like literally just like Simmering. So, it's just stewing around in there. So it's literally probably the dump smell. Like you can smell it on Deerfoot on a hot enough day if the wind is wafting that way. Oh. So if you live in a community like New Brighton, which is literally dump adjacent, or if you're kitty cornered to it, like like in uh, Mackenzie Town, or maybe you're a neighborhood away, like in Copperfield. I mean, the, the good news is in Cranston, we're far enough, uh, far away enough from the dump that we only have to deal with it when we drive on Deerfoot. Right. You're like, oh, those poor suckers in New Brighton uh, and, and Mackenzie Town. I'd like to hear from somebody that has lived in those areas for a long time if it's a new smell, if it's different than the normal dump tinge in the air. Maybe it, maybe they track the smells all summer long, right? Like <laughs> right. On, a, on a day like, you know, like this Friday is supposed to be like 17 degrees. Yeah. There's probably a different aroma for yeah. the dump on a 17 yeah. degree day yeah. as opposed to like on the weekend <laughs> when it was over 30 degrees yeah. and then there'd be the breeze and then the wetness of yeah. the rain. Right. Yeah. Oh, yes, garbage yeah. stew. Yeah. 
you put Ooh. that wet on top, it makes it even worse. I'm just wondering, when you uh, look at properties or yeah. a place to live in those communities, yeah. do they mention it being dump adjacent? Because <laughs> that doesn't sound like a very high-selling feature. I don't. I, I, I doubt they really have that listed. Like those two words. Starting in the low millions, dump adjacent. <laughs> Sign me up, brother. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Worst date Wednesday. Worst date Wednesday. This right here is a formal invitation for you to join this illustrious club of bad dating stories with your own because one thing's for sure, no matter what state of relationship life you're in, fuzzy, everybody goes on bad dates. That could have happened years ago. It could have happened just the other night. We want to hear about it. Share your story of date failure. Up next to share on Worst Date Wednesday is Chantel. Well, I was dating this guy and he took me on a date to the Olive Garden of all places and he said he was going to buy. Ooh, unlimited breadsticks and salad. Gotta love that. I took him on his word for it and he orders all these drinks and appetizers and a full course meal and his dessert and then at the end when the waitress brings the bill, she goes to hand it to him because she heard him say he was paying and then he hands it to me. The bill was $210? At Olive Garden? Garden. For two people? (laughs) Yeah, and I only had like the mushroom chicken thing. Holy. Uh, Yeah, it was crazy. So the waitress was like appalled by this. She ended up taking me with her when she left. Even though I drove, we left my car there, and I left him to fend for himself, and I left with the waitress. Wow. She slipped in and saved you. Yeah, he just, he was, like, confused. And then he called me the next morning, and he was like, so are we hanging out today? (laughs) Wow. No, we're not. Yeah, it it was really funny and really sad and not surprising at all for the types of guys I date. Chantel, do you remember the name of this wonderful waitress that saved you from the worst date ever? Yes, her name was Melissa, and we're still friends to this day. Yeah! Yeah! That's a lifelong friend. Worst (laughs) date, but you find a friend. Yeah, she was wonderful. Also, are we all still just picturing what $210 worth of food and drinks looks like at Olive Garden? (laughs) Seriously! It was ridiculous. Like, and he has diabetes, so he shouldn't have been eating all that anyway. Oh. And apparently, he wasn't a drinker. Yeah, he lied. You think that's bad? What about the story of being out with a guy who gets served eviction papers during the date? <laughs> oh, boy. No. Our friend Paige is here with more Worst Date Wednesday. So I met this guy on Tinder. He is like innocent enough, so I was like, "Hey, like, I'll go to your your apartment for dinner," and then. I didn't know I'd have to meet, like, all his roommates when I got there, so that was even worse. And then we had dinner, and, like, that was okay. And then we're watching a movie, and his one roommate comes out, and she's like, excuse me, like, she's so nice. Leans over me, throws an eviction notice at this guy. Whoa! And she's like, you freaking got me evicted, like, what the hell? And so the three of them just start fighting, and they're, like, in front of the door, so I couldn't leave, so I'm just sitting on the couch pretending to watch this movie. Um, And he came back, and he's like, oh, like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Like, I'm just going to go, you know, like, thanks for everything. I'll just leave. And then I get home, and he's, like, sending me all these texts and screenshots of his bank account. He's like, no, like, I paid my rent. I'm like, no, like, that's cool, man. Like... Sounds like you got a lot on your plate right now, so why don't you figure that out and then, like, also never talk to me again. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. You know, all I could think of is, like, next Wednesday, like, I have to text this in. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's still kind of awkward to be on a first date with all of his roommates kind of there, and you're, like, oh, yeah. eating with them, and it's I like, hey. Like, well, and it's a two-bedroom apartment, so, like, they're there. Oh. They're not hiding upstairs or something. I was like, oh, your roommates are here. He's like, yeah, so I had to meet all of them. I'm like, I'm just some random girl off Tinder. Cool. <laughs> I'm not going to steal your stuff. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, Paige, out of curiosity, did you ever think that maybe in an alternate unit, on an alternate universe, maybe, potentially, you said, oh, this poor guy has no place to stay now. He's been evicted, and you invited him to move in with you, and you guys lived happily ever after, mm. and 25 years from now, you're celebrating a big anniversary, and you're th- talking about the, the time he got evicted, and you're telling the story to your grandchildren. <laughs> No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't see that either. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> so weird. Paige, um, the most flattering thing about this conversation with you is that you thought that I have to text this in yes. for Worst Date Wednesday as you were leaving this terrible date. Like, what a what a connection we have together. It's like it's like we just became best friends. It was like last Thursday or something, so I was like, oh, i got to wait a whole week. But <laughs> Oh, that's so precious. For future, and I hope this never happens to you in the future, you can text us right away. Yeah, anytime, anytime. (laughs) When bad dates happen, this is the place to bring the stories. Worst Date Wednesday, and this one from Nikki. So this was a couple of years ago um, when I was living in Saskatoon. And um, I was chatting with this guy who I knew through a friend, and he lived in Alberta, and there was a a concert coming to Saskatoon and she said, why don't we go to this concert and like have a date? And I was like, okay, sounds good. So I thought, oh my God, he's buying concert tickets. He's driving all the way to Saskatchewan. Like this guy really must be pretty awesome. And it started out pretty good. He was like, let's just stop at the liquor store and buy like a case of beer and drink them in the in the parking lot before we go in so we don't have to pay like a bunch of money for concert beers. Pre-gaming, right? <laughs> yeah, so I was like, sure, whatever. That sounds like a good idea. So anyway, the concert was awesome. We were dancing and having a really good time. And uh, when the concert was done, we went out back to my car. And he's like, do you care if I have a drink on the ride home? And I was like, well... I personally don't really want you to drink in my car, like, while I'm driving. Like, there's lots of cops around the concert. Like, if I get pulled over, that's not good. And I just prefer that you don't do that. And so he's like, okay, well, I'll slam one here. And I'm like, well, I'd really like to get going. Like, it's getting late. And he just kept fighting me on it and trying to drink while I was trying to leave. And so finally, I was like, whatever, just slam one back so we can get going. And then on the way home... He made me pull over on the side of the highway so he could pee. And then he proceeded to try and keep drinking in my car. So when we got back to to my house, he was like so mad at me that I wouldn't let him drink in the car that he was going to try and drive back to Alberta. I was like, no, you're sleeping on my couch because you're drunk. And the next morning was so awkward. I had to just be like, hey, bye, drive safe. But it was like. Oh, it's such a bad date. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're like, uh, hey, he seemed like a cool guy at first, and then you realize he was way more interested in getting intoxicated in beers, than yeah. he was hanging out with you. Yeah, definitely. I was like, uh, okay, so never seeing you again. Oh, man. I need to know what concert it was. Um, I, I believe it was a Jason Aldean concert. It was country music. 
It all it all adds up. You got Saskatchewan. Pick you got the guy who sings Big Green Tractor. You got the guy who wants to slam Pilsners in the car. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like you should have you should have known. You know what I mean? But like, of course, at the time you don't. Yeah, but you know, I really wanted to go to that concert, and he was buying tickets. So I mean, even if the date was bad, the concert was good. Hey, there you go. There you go. One of the favorite things I've heard over the last couple of days, Fuzzy, you said you were uh, around some uh, kids at a wedding this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And they said we love listening to the Tyler Dene and Fuzzy show. And you're like, what's your favorite part? Yeah, and uh, Nicholas and Misha and Misha said uh, we love Worst State Wednesday, and they didn't say we love Worst State Wednesday. They, they said we love Worst State Wednesday. With the clap. <laughs> awesome. So, so shout out to, to Nicholas and Misha if you're listening right now. <laughs> and if you're just hearing Worst State Wednesday for the very first time, this is what it is all about. It is about epically bad dating stories from all around Calgary. Carly, hit us with yours. Okay, this was like COVID was happening. You were allowed to see three people in like the month if you lived alone. And this was my third date, so I was trying to make it happen. I was like, I got one more chance here. I was talking to this dude online, and he suggested, well, why don't I come to Calgary? I'll rent a hotel. We could, like, have dinner at the hotel, go for a swim in the hot tub, stay the night. And I was like, yes, please. This sounds fantastic. I'm having a cheat night. I'm going to, like, have some champagne. He's like, what's your favorite treat on a cheat day? And I was like, cinnamon buns, a thousand percent. So we, I get to the hotel meet him in the lobby he was not what he looked like shorter than me and i'm like five four but i was like that's fine moving on had dinner went great went upstairs to the room and he baked me homemade cinnamon buns i was like this is fantastic oh my goodness he really stepped it up he did we had some champagne and stuff and then we then we hook up and afterwards he says are you on birth control and i said no i'm not and he started losing it. He had like a mental breakdown. He said how his life's so miserable and he's so broke and he can't afford another kid. Turns out he has like a 10 month old with like a girl that like he's like can't take care of. And I was like, whoa, like he was losing. He had to go to the bathroom and like splash cold water on his face and lay down on the bed. <laughs> Holy cow. So I was just sitting on the other bed eating a cinnamon bun and like drinking <laughs> a champagne. Hopefully he's gonna get like through this. And I basically was like, hey, are you kidding me? One, you'd be lucky to have a kid with me. Two, I don't want a kid at all. Like, bam, left. I was so mad. I get in my car, speed off on the highway, and then get pulled over by a cop. <laughs> and the cop comes to my window, and he's like, how's your night going? And I said, honestly, I had the worst first date ever. The guy was crying because I'm not on birth control. The cop basically ran back to his car <laughs> mid-sentence because he didn't want to hear me bitch. <laughs> Wow. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> See, it's all about epically bad dating stories for Al Calgary. And Carly, welcome to the Hall of Fame of Worst Date Wednesday, a situation where you'd love to do this to the entire evening. <laughs> Control Alt Delete. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Summer school is in session. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. And this is where we learn something brand new every single day at this time. And oh man, do we have a science lesson <laughs> that 
in sharing with friends today, Kuzka's fights in relationships, workplaces, families, and anywhere else, there are multiple genders in the same room. And what I love about this is this is the relief that we as men have been waiting for because we all know that we have it worse as men when we get a cold and now science has proven that men may feel the symptoms of a virus more than women because of our high levels of testosterone that can suppress the immune system. Oh, just the way you delivered that was like enough to now I'm suffering from broken retina syndrome because I'm rolling my eyes so hard. Today it's a, a scientific fact saying the man cold is a real thing and it's pretty bad. And when you talk about high levels of testosterone, look no further yeah. than the two men in uh, this yeah. room. Yeah. High tea. High tea. You cut your hand on an ice cube tray a couple of months ago, Tyler, and it was like you were missing a hand. You were. Don't act like the scar is. I'm feeling still the scar there. right now. It's jagged. <laughs> it's, I'm disfigured right now, Fuzzy. I know you've been putting in lots of time at the gym, and yeah. I'm very proud of you for that. Yeah. But sometimes the way that you're like. Oh, my back, my back, that yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah. come on. Moving heavy weight. <laughs> this is just, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 you guys even said right before we went on, the, went on there, see, get your lady cold out of here. I wow, wow, wow. Um, I actually did find this study that you guys were talking about, and I know you guys want to say, like, this is legit. Like, you're, you're putting your, like, flag in the ground on this one to be, like, from now on, like, see, we do feel it worse. Um, just looking at the study and the doctors credited on it, uh, Dr. Dude McDuderson, uh, Dr. Man Manerson, Sorry, Dr. and Dr. Dude Man McBabyson Mc are the main doctors on this study. So, ooh, I wonder why they wanted to come out and say, oh, it's a sure thing. Just because they have interesting names doesn't mean to discredit them as physicians. <laughs> today i think that's i think that right there is is unfair mm -hmm. and i think it's disrespectful to the entire scientific field i mean have we not been sitting here in this room for a lot of years talking about the science of things and the validity of things and viruses and things <laughs> yeah. and the way we feel about those yeah. things we sure have. and now you're a science denier uh, well, well, well i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna go ahead and deny this one ashley on my side there's no such thing as a man flu dot 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 men are literal babies whoa 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 Oh, did that hurt your feelings? I like it now it's two on two. Oh. At least that's fair. Yes, thanks, Ashley. <laughs> I got to be honest. I might be feeling a little something coming on right now. <laughs> Just be careful when you hit the uh, off button on your microphone. I know sometimes that little rough edge on there hurts your radio hands. So that is a, that be is a behind the scenes be fact we don't need be to be talking about right now. <laughs> can we, can we trade there. him from the man's side and <laughs> put him wherever? But the actual man cold is worse. Oh, Science right. has proved it. Whatever you gotta tell yourselves. This is, I'm telling you, a really fun conversation to have. Just bring this up on the C train later on today. Oh, and, then, and, then, and then light the dumpster fire and walk away. Fights right. everywhere. The man child, sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy on What You Call It Wednesday, where we discuss all the incredible, diverse, and creative names for everyday things. Yeah, uh, we were hanging out with my family on the weekend, and my mom kept saying the word breasts. So today we're wondering what is different names, what you call them, what you call breasts. Because my sister and I were like, Mom, stop saying breasts. But that's what they are. I 
know. And like, it was all about like my sister is nursing her six week old baby. And so, yes, it's called breastfeeding. But for some reason, calling them breasts is just like, it's, ah, I don't know why that term bothers me so much. It's like too official or something. There's something in my brain about the like official scientific anatomical (laughs) names for for body parts that makes them sound way, way, way worse than they actually are. If you can't say anatomical, then you don't belong in in a grown-up conversation about breasts. Okay, but, but like, breasts, like, boobs, I'm calling them boobs. That's what I call them. They're funny. Like, yes, they serve a very, very important purpose, but let's be honest. They're two, like, lumps on the front of somebody's body. (laughs) Boobs are funny. They deserve a funny name, like, boob, right? Like, it even, like, makes the boob, it makes the sound of, like, what a boob makes, too, right? See, again, you say say boob, then you make that noise, and I'm over here giggling because that's way more, it sounds way more enjoyable than than the word, the the official word of breasts. Like, when I hear the word breasts, I picture I'm at, I'm at Save on Foods yeah. and I'm picking out chicken. And I'm going, wow, it's a pack of $13 chicken breasts. Ooh. And if I get the juiciest ones, no. I can get more grams of breast than over there. And I can get more value for my $13. That's right. the way I think of uh, That's the way yeah. I think of always, breasts. Always looking for the biggest breasts, which, again, <laughs> n- not different than sometimes things. So. What is that? I don't know. Yeah, we were just like, stop saying breasts, mom. Now, did other names come up? amongst the uh, girl squad who was there because it was like uh, your sister Jillian, your sister-in-law Haley. Now, is it a thing where based on different uh, wonderful uh, diverse shapes and sizes, <laughs> do they then carry different names? Yeah, like, well, does every girl have a different name? I think every girl does have a different name for what they say. I think our family's like preferred name is is boobs. Although my sister in law Haley, of course, being an in law, she always loves the term knockers. Okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. So we we do talk about boobs, and breasts, and knockers a lot amongst the, the few of us. Uh-huh. In fact, I was just posting wedding photos from from my husband and I's wedding that happened ten years ago. It was just our anniversary, and mm-hmm. like in a bunch of the photos, my bridesmaids are all just holding my boobs and all of that stuff. So, pretty, pretty big topic of conversation in our family. We got to talk to one of the most fun people we know. It's our friend uh, Michelle here on What You Call It Wednesday. I'm just ordering a McDonald's. One second. Yeah, no worries. Coffee double double. <laughs> I, l- I love that you're doing an official order, and we're calling you to ask you, what do you call your boobs? That is wonderful. Right. That's everything. Thank you. Uh, Michelle, why right? exactly do you settle on gazongas? <laughs> G- gazongas. Uh, or gonzagas. Gonzagas. That's how you say it. Gonzagas. I don't know. Ever since I was younger, I heard the word, and I was just, it's like you got to do, like, the hand motion with your hands open in a claw form upside. You know what I mean? Like, the gonzagas. Like, it's, a, it's just, it's an, ex- I don't know. You bet. <laughs> Again, she's at the drive-thru. Can we run some other ones by, by you that we've received over text? Uh, and I feel this is kind of ironic because you just ordered a double-double. Uh, um, mommy milkers. <laughs> Ooh, you betcha. Sorry, how did you say that, Fuzzy? Mommy milkers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that's a good one. Udders, but udders is kind of a weird one. Okay. Udders, yeah, yeah. What about yeah. chesticles? Chesticles. <laughs> I like that one. Chesticles <laughs> is good. Somebody's... I call them also like buoys or like, you know, like in the water that float. Oh, personal flotation devices? Have quite large ones. So. <laughs> buoys. Oh, my God. I love buoys. <laughs> Sweater stretchers? <laughs> Guilty of that. Oh, I like fun bags. I was going to say that. That one's great. <laughs> 
Can I just shout out to the McDonald's and Airdrie on Yankee Valley? <laughs> big shout out to the McDonald's and Airdrie, and uh, big shout out to you, Michelle, and um, whatever you call them. We hope you and uh, your your stuff have a great day. <laughs> Okay, but say it with me. Gonzaga. 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 <laughs> so what you uh, call it Wednesday. Yeah. We're discussing all the different and diverse names for that particular part of uh, of the anatomy. I think we may put a period on this conversation here with this text. Uh, text that says, my daughter asked what my wife's breasts were. I told her that that's dad's happy place. Now she always points at my wife and says, daddy, go to your happy place. Oh, <laughs> Not weird at all. <laughs> A wonderful conversation here on What You Call It Wednesday. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. On the search for Calgary's most delicious name. <laughs> Danae, when we say the most delicious name in Calgary. What exactly are we looking for? I feel like this is something that needs some context as to exactly what the heck this is. Yeah, we're looking for somebody whose name uh, sounds like a food or a beverage. Yesterday, we talked to Terry Champagne. Ooh. And, I mean, like, so far, she, she's doing pretty good. Obviously, Tasty. pretty good for her to be declared as Calgary's most delicious name. We also talked to somebody named Lemon yesterday, which is also a pretty good delicious name. The only thing with Terry Champagne is she does feel leave you feeling a little lightheaded when you're done. Right, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. still delicious. Yeah, but she's very a nice bubbly friend of ours. Calgary's most delicious name is a very serious search that we're on with real, like, important for you to know the person who's declared the most delicious name in Calgary is going to get some pretty cool recognition, and we're just going to leave it at that <laughs> for now. Let's talk about delicious names you've encountered in life, and Lisa, tell us about yours. My grandparents had um, two sets of friends. It was Mr. and Mrs. Pickles. And of course, I remember uh, being <laughs> a kid and having to refer to them as Mr. and Mrs., as you will, right? And then they had another couple, and they were Mr. and Mrs. Hamburger. <laughs> I remember being a kid and just being like, this is the coolest thing ever. We'd all get together, and I used to think, wow, like... Maybe Mr. and Mrs. Pickles will bring pickles and oh. over to the hamburger's house, right? So they all so hung up together cool. in some they glorious did. burger world. They <laughs> did. Isn't that cool? It's the coolest thing. Yeah, for sure. I love the idea, depending on how you order it, you have the hamburger family and pickles on the side. Yeah, they're exactly. sitting right next to there you go. I love it. For sure. Yeah, really, really cool. I just remember that. That was, you know, many moons ago now. But, um, yeah, it was quite... Uh, Quite the original names, that's for sure. The only thing would be better if they had a friend named Tom who had eight toes, so he would be Tom oh, Eight Toes. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> that's awesome. Lisa's story is uh, fantastic about Mr. and Mrs. Pickles, mm -hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Hamburger. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing is they're uh, disqualified from this conversation because they're not current Calgarians. Right, yes, exactly. Right. We're looking for Calgary's most delicious name. It is a very serious search and we need to hear from you. If you think you've got a delicious name or if you know somebody who does, we need to hear about it so we can continue the search and ultimately declare someone with the most delicious name in all of Calgary. I like to think that right now that Flames head coach Daryl Sutter is sitting here listening going, oh, if only my last name was Butter. Yeah. Daryl Butter. Oh, 
If there's a Daryl Butter out there, yeah. we want to hear from you because you <laughs> could have Calgary's most delicious name. Amazing. Daryl Butter? That could Darryl be Butter. one. <laughs> I love it. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Oh, man. Every year I sit here on August 3rd and I go, Wow. This, this is a pretty big day in my life. Yeah, special day for you, Tyler. Apparently today is uh, the anniversary of the day that you became a man. Well, here's, oh. the, here's the thing. We all uh, we all grow up on different ways, uh-huh. and today is the day where when I was age 17, I asked Kelly to be my girlfriend Aww. for real. Oh, my gosh. Adorable. We were laying in Ashley Walderick's unfinished basement oh, on a mattress. Wow. Okay. Uh, it was very, very hot in the house. That was the coolest place to sleep after a really, really fun house party <laughs> in which I um, I accidentally climbed into bed. Uh, I thought I was um, jumping on my friend Chris. <laughs> I don't know why my first instinct was to give Chris a humping motion, but I did. Oh, okay. Uh, it was Ashley's grandmother, no, who was staying to watch to watch her. Um, oh no! To watch her teenage granddaughter. Sorry, and Grandma made you a man. What, yeah, is that how you became a man? What is going on? Here? No, no, no. That was, uh, that was before I became a man. Was the okay. uh, the unfortunate right. uh, jumping in bed with the grandma the situation? The immaturity of thinking it was one of your friends. Still, still immature. There, still not quite a man yet. See, that's what it's all about, Danae. Uh-huh. It is all about immaturity. Yeah. And I want to take Kelly and I's origin story as a reminder to anyone who feels like maybe they just hooked up with a doofus. <laughs> Or like a 7 out of 10, (laughs) a going nowhere F-boy or girl. I'm here to say, give them a chance. Because they could end up being the love of your life, (laughs) your ride or die. And I mean, sure, looking at them then, they they probably have potential. They probably got a little spark in their eye and you think, you know what? There's there's something here. Are you encouraging women to take on a project? (laughs) Hey, let's be honest. Some of us love a project, and I know that might be like a toxic trait, but some of us do love a project. Well, if I'm a project, then she's not doing a very good job. (laughs) I just want to say, sometimes you look at somebody just rocking a really cool graphic tee, Mm -hmm. and you may not see the person they could eventually become. Right, they could eventually become somebody that's wearing a button-up shirt that has dinosaurs all over it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like you are right now. A real catch. Uh-huh. <laughs> this person may be sexually inexperienced. They may be an insecure idiot. But they can figure it out one day, kind of. Kind of. Oh, that's good. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> this is the day when I was 17 that I asked the most important question of my life at the time, which was, uh, you want to go out with me? <laughs> And then Kelly was like, yeah. I was like, cool. Now what? Now what does that mean? Does that mean we hold hands in public? (laughs) Do we talk on the phone now? I don't don't know how this works. I've Uh never really had a real relationship before that was, you know, more than something that happened in in junior high or something like that. Somebody's crawl space in their basement. (laughs) Yeah, and then now still to this day, I'm still still trying to figure it out, but I'm always putting in the effort. Yeah, you really. I bug you a lot for, you know, being like a man child and being a bit of a baby and stuff like that. But I do honestly have to give you credit. You love Kelly 
more than anything on this planet, and you are a really good husband to her. Well, that's because she's awesome. And why wouldn't you be? She is, what do you call her, Angel Feather? She's my elegant Angel Feather. She's your uh-huh. elegant Angel uh-huh. Feather, yeah. That is the Duchess of Whitehorn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, our Wi-Fi is in honor of her, the elegant Angel Feather. Oh, I shouldn't give that away. <laughs> well, I didn't give away the password, so that's good. Okay. But when it comes to love, there is no password. There's no secret code. You just have to... Be willing to try, Aww. and you have to be willing to ask a very, very elegant question one day. Uh, you want to go out with me? You want to go out with me? And then, and then you can be sitting there, a couple years later on the anniversary day, going, "Hey, me, you, our younger roommates, the dog. Yeah. Let's go float the boat." Yes, yeah. that's how you're celebrating today. Yeah, we're going for a float. Amazing. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are couple goals. Couple. I didn't, know, I didn't know that was the origin story. Ashley Wall Derek's unfinished basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the origin story. Yeah, yeah. That's um, the day that Grandma made Tyler a man. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You no, never know how these things. <laughs> There's, there's different things. Um, <laughs> yo, by the way, Grandma could put away beers, too. Like she was she was a good time that whole week we partied there. You're listening to Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Here live weekdays, 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.